this episode of Building Men, peeling back the layers and the ripple effect, an interview with my main man, Stephen Mathis. Welcome to the Building Men Podcast. I'm your host, Dennis Meralda. Welcome to the Building Men Podcast. My name is Dennis Meralda. Building Men is geared toward helping you become the strongest version of yourself mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and physically. It is my honor today to be joined by Stephen Mathis. Stephen is the host of the Holistic Alpha Podcast. Stephen is a holistic men's health and wellness coach. He's been my mentor, my inspiration, my good friend for the last year and a half, and I'm so thrilled that you joined us today, Stephen. So welcome aboard the Building Men Podcast today, brother. Thanks, Dennis. So glad to be here, bro. It's great to great to finally be making this happen. So yeah, man, I'm super glad to be here with you. Thank you. Absolutely. We've been talking about this for a while now, figuring out a way that you and I could get on to, to each other's podcast, um, just have an opportunity yeah. to just share our our journey together. You and I, our journeys kind of intersected in December of 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually on my birthday when we first when we first chatted. I'll tell that story, but... Um, Before we get into that, I just was hoping that you could just share a little bit about your journey. So you started, you were an East Coast guy, and now you're out in Utah, um, and you went from kind of like a business background to now you're like this badass guy who's doing a million different things, helping a million people. So tell us a little bit about your journey. Uh, All right, right on. I'll just get, we'll give the, uh, we'll go the quick version. Yeah, I grew up in, so I was born in Arizona. I grew up mostly in Connecticut from fourth grade till I graduated high school and then came out to Utah to go to college and went to Utah State and met my um, now ex-wife uh, there at Utah State. And she was from here in Salt Lake City. So we've been here ever since. So it's been uh, about 20, 21 years or so that I've been here in Utah. And yeah, like you said, I, uh, I've gone on, um, I've had a variety of hats that I've sort of worn in my career. Um, I started right out of school. I started uh, working for Fidelity Investments. So I was a stock trader, uh, basically uh, executing uh, executing clients' trades. So clients would call in with trades and we were executing trades for them. And I uh, moved through, you know, a few different um, a few different roles in that company. And that was pretty good. And along that time, I was just like in high school, you know, in high school, I played pickup basketball. I didn't really play like any, um, you know, official sports, but I was playing pickup basketball every day and staying like pretty active overall, but I didn't have particularly good you know, health habits or anything like that. And then when I got out of school, went to college and, you know, college, I'm like eating frozen pizzas and, and like, you know, Totino's and hot pockets and like shit like that. That was just crap. And so my health just, you know, and then eventually I started drinking and, um, and my health just got worse and worse and worse. So in those years at Fidelity, I was just progressively getting more unhealthy. I was getting overweight my mental health sucked. Every aspect of, of my health inside and outside was just getting worse and worse for the most part. And I tried to kind of do some things and nothing ever really stuck. And then when my son was born, so my son was born in 2006. And when he was born uh, about nine days after he was born, he had open heart surgery. And so he was in the ICU for about three months. So I took a leave from my fidelity job to, to be with him during that time. And just something that was, that was one of the biggest, you know, couple of turning points in my life without question, because something changed during that time. I think one of the ways that I think is uh, about our health is when we're not taking care of our health, we're really, we're not valuing life. 
right? It's like, if we're not taking care of our own body, we're not valuing life. We're not actually appreciating how fragile life really is. And that was a huge wake up call for me. You know, I had not lost like anybody close to me or anything to that point in my life. And, um, and watching him go through that, something just changed and it wasn't instant, but it definitely changed. And I started, like I had started kind of working out a little bit prior to that. And, um, and, and, you know, a little bit in the kind of months leading up to that, but not a lot. And then when that happened with him, I just started pouring all of the emotions that I had from those workout or from that experience with him. I started pouring all of those emotions into working out. Like I remember so many times running hill sprints and just crying, <laughs> like just, just working out emotions. And so it became going through that experience with him changed me in, in all kinds of ways. And so that really changed my path. So one of the ways was I had for years been wanting to do something different. Like I just wasn't digging the fidelity thing. And, and it just, it was, but it was one of those things. It was like, you know, so many guys in so many people in office jobs or in all kinds of jobs, they get stuck. They think like, you know, they, they want to do something else. They start hating their job, but they don't ever like do anything to really switch, to switch careers, to switch jobs. They just get stuck. And there were so many people at Fidelity like that. I saw people that were there for 10 or 20 years and they acted like they hated it the whole time. And it's like, you know, and, and I had kind of gotten into that point where I was like, I don't, I didn't really want to go in every day. I was like, I was just not digging it. And, and so I wanted to do something else, but I never had that like oomph to go for it. And when that happened with my son, that was it. I was like, I'm, I'm done. I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not going to do something I hate and go away from my family every day um, to something that I don't even like doing. Right. So then uh, shortly after that, I went back for a little bit um, after he was out of the ICU. I went back for a little bit, but then I quit and I started the marketing company and I did digital marketing for uh, about eight years or so. Um, and that was great. I mean, I worked from home. I was you know, with the kids all the time, uh, with my wife all the time, um, you know, going into their school. It was it was great, you know, and it was like starting starting any business. It was, you know, I mean, there were some ups and downs and, and it was a challenge, but but it was great. And I wouldn't trade it for anything. So that was about, you know, 17 years or so during that 17 years, I kind of went through this process where, like I said, up until about 2006, my health was progressively pretty much getting worse and worse in every way. I mean, my mental health, my physical health, my sexual health, all of it was just, it was getting worse and worse, you know? And, and then that, when that happened with my son, Andrew, that kind of flipped the, flipped the switch, right. And things started kind of started getting better and better. And I started kind of figuring out, things. Like at first it was really externally focused. It was like, okay, I just want to lose some weight. And then I started getting, you know, started getting healthier and healthier and started doing different kinds of fitness training and focusing on nutrition. And then I eventually kind of learned about sexual health. And so over the course of, of the, you know, eight, nine, 10 years since then, it's actually been, I guess, 14 years, my son's 14. So um, over the course of about the first 10 or 11 of those, I just was working through stuff in my own life. So all the things that I coach on now um, and that I teach men are all things that I struggled with. Like my sexual health, uh, my sexual health sucked. My physical health sucked. My mental health sucked. I ate like, I mean, there was a period of time where I ate McDonald's literally every day, like every single day, in addition to the other food that I ate. So everything that I coach. We talked, you told me a story. I'll never forget that. I said, 
7-Eleven was a stop and you would go in on the way to work or something and get like chili dogs and then you would stop at Taco Bell and get like cinnamon churros or something like that. <laughs> Close. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had a, there were a number of days when I was at Fidelity where, um, I mean, I got all kinds of shit for breakfast that should not be eaten. Right. It shouldn't be eaten at all. And it certainly shouldn't be eaten ever, um, but it certainly shouldn't be eaten for breakfast. And yeah, there were a number of days where I got a chili dog from 7-Eleven uh, for breakfast. And it's like, first of all, getting a hot dog from 7-Eleven with chili on it is not something I would ever put in my body under any circumstances now at all, but let alone like starting the day. I mean, it would be like at 6.30 in the morning, like seven o'clock in the morning. Why does 7-Eleven even sell hot dogs at seven o'clock in the morning? I, I don't know. I guess because there's people like the way I used to be that buy them. <laughs> but um, yeah. And then I had, uh, I would stop at Taco Bell. There was a Taco Bell on the way home to our house. And I would stop at Taco Bell and get a caramel apple empanada, which is like this frozen taco thing. And I would take it home and I would put like two, three, four scoops of ice cream and then cover the whole thing with caramel syrup. And I kid you not, there was a period of like, there was, I'm I'm kind of a creature of habits, which now I'm in a lot of good habits. And I think that's, there's so much power in habit, but there's so much power in bad habits. And for a while, there was a good two, three, four month period where six nights a week I was doing the Taco Bell caramel apple and banana thing. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, I mean, I've been on both sides of it. I mean, I've been an alcoholic. Um, I mean, everything that I coach on, I've been completely on the other side of that. So over the course of, you know, kind of that decade plus, I was like working through my own journey. I was, you know, figuring out how to be healthy and I just kind of took it a, a piece at a time. It was like, I'd figured out a little thing here and there. And like, at first it was kind of just, okay, I'm losing some weight, getting a little better shape. And then I, started to figure out fitness kind of more and started to figure out really nutrition and, and avoiding toxins and some of these things. And then I kind of figured out the sexual health thing. And then I overcame becoming, uh, being an alcoholic. So I just kind of went through all these things and eventually got to this point where, you know, where I kind of felt like I brought it all together. It was like, yeah. okay, I kind of figured out the different pieces. I feel like of being, of being healthy. And I was still, I still had the marketing company. Um, but I knew there was just something inside of me that knew that I, that I had to like teach people. It, it was, you know, I think for, I think it's a pretty common human experience when we, when we go through like a major transformation that makes us feel a lot better, we learn something really powerful, we grow in some way. I think there's a natural human inclination to want to share that. It's like, if I, if I experience this really awesome thing, I think most humans are like, Hey, I want you to experience this awesome thing like I did, you know, and and, I mean, you felt that, right. And it's one thing to be able to go through life and not have any blemishes on your record and everything just kind of works out smoothly to get advice from that person. Sure. That's great. But what you provide is like, listen, I have been there. I've walked that walk. I understand what you're going through right now, because a couple of years ago, I was going through the same muck in my life and kind of trudging through one, not feeling like I had any sense of purpose or direction. And then two, really having some really bad habits that I had to overcome to get to where I am right now. One thing I love about you is, especially listening to your podcast, is you've tried everything. You're like, <laughs> no, I, try, here's what magnesium will do for your body. This is what ashwagandha will do for your body. This is what, you know, a coffee enema will do for you. You know, if you, you know, if you take apple empanadas and, you know, rub them on your balls, this is what it's going to do for you. But you've <laughs> tried all that shit. And you can honestly say, yeah. like, I've gone through the experience of trying to isolate this, um, this situation. And this is what it does for my body. 
This is the good things that it did. These are the bad things that it did. And this is what I can show to you from experience. That really resonated with me. It's not like you just, you're citing research. You, you were the research. You did it yourself. Yeah. So during that journey, you mentioned, you know, you were like, I'm going to try all these different things out. I'm going to learn a little bit about it, but I'm going to be the test subject. And I'll let you know exactly how I felt that I could help other people that are challenged in that same way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. I've been, I've been my own personal guinea pig for a decade plus. I mean, I've taken, you know, every supplement you can yeah. imagine, um, different styles of eating. I mean, I've been in, I've been everything from a fruitarian to a vegetarian and vegan, a pescatarian, I mean, I've eaten, you know, and and I'm talking like multiple months long tests of, of different types of eating like that. Um, every, like I said, every supplement you can imagine, um, different types of physical training, you know, I mean, now, like for any of the guys who see me, you know, if you stuff that you see me post on social, you know, I do a lot of body weight stuff. I do a lot of pushups and pull-ups and some of the stuff that I, you know, that I, that I teach guys now that I've kind of found my way to, um, you know, resistance bands and kettlebells or whatever. But like when I first started, I was really into running. Um, I was working my way up towards, uh, running ultra marathons for a while. So I was like really into distance running. So I've tried different kinds of fitness, different kinds of food, every supplement you can imagine, um, with the sexual health stuff. I mean, tons of like exploration and testing there and just seeing how, so yeah, man, I mean, it's been a continual journey and that's, you know, I mean, one of the things that has been true with me is there, I mean, people who are coaches, some people just go out with this mindset of like, okay, I want to be a coach. So I'm going to learn this thing so I can be a coach. Right. And that was completely not what I like. I was just living my life. I had no intention of, of doing any of this ever, but it just eventually got to a point where like, I would, I would be at the climbing gym and I'd have people like, asking me and I'd like be basically coaching friends at the climbing gym and people would ask me, they'd be like, are you a coach? And I'd be like, no, I have a marketing company. And like, it always just, it never really, like it started to reach a point where it just didn't really feel right. You know? And, and I still was never kind of like back when fidelity, I needed something to help me kind of take that leap, you know, and, and really go for it. And especially with this, where it's obviously I'm putting myself out there a lot more, than I ever did in my life previous to that. And I'm sure that, you know, you know, starting your podcast and doing this, like that's a, you know, that's a hump to kind of get over. And, um, and I just, you know, I I had a a good couple of years where I was still in the marketing thing, but I just, it wasn't feeling it. And I was feeling like I should be coaching, but I never really had the balls, frankly, to go for it. (laughs) Um, And then, and then I got divorced. And when my divorce happened, it caused me to go on this, you know, I did a lot of inner work and just like really diving inside myself and figuring out who I was and, and what I wanted and what I wanted out of life. And I mean, you know, you've been through a divorce, yeah. like, you know, that this, you know, it causes you to, to start to question and try to understand a lot of what's happening in your life. Like, you know, I had, we have these identities, right? Like, you know, I am this, like a lot of people associated with their job, right? Like I'm a firefighter, Absolutely. right? I'm a whatever, right? And I'm a principal, you know? And so like, well, I had these, these hats, right? Like I'm, you know, I have a digital marketing company. I have, you know, I'm a father, I'm a husband, right? All of a sudden I wasn't a husband anymore. And of course I'm always a father, but half the time uh, in terms of like actually having them, That's right. I, I, well, I wasn't anymore. Um, and, and then the marketing company didn't feel right. So it was like all the things that I had kind of associated in my mind for like, this is kind of who I am. 
for years, they, they all started either falling apart or getting pulled away. And so I went in this, just went on this kind of inner journey of figuring out, okay, like when I take away that stuff, like what's left, who, who really am I? What do I really want? And anyway, as part of that whole process, that's when I finally realized like, okay, if I don't, if I don't teach people the stuff that I've learned over the last decade and, and like help people get from point A to point B faster and easier than I did, I'm going to regret it forever. Like I knew that this is what I wanted to do. And I finally got to a point where I was like, okay, I don't want to be laying on my deathbed regretting that I never did this. So again, I needed something to kind of push me over that edge. It's like, you know, that thing with my son kind of pushed me over the edge to leave the corporate world. And then my divorce kind of pushed me over the edge to say, okay, I'm going to create what I want with my life. And so that's what finally got me, you know, starting the podcast and getting into coaching. And it's been, it's been amazing, man. I mean, I, I feel so fortunate to be doing what I hundred percent in my heart believe I was meant to do. Like, I believe that this is what I was meant to do. And that so much of the journey, like I look back at my personal journey and you probably see this too. You know, I think as the years go on, we start to see why things happen the way that they happen. And, and I think there's things happen for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. A lot of times we don't see it at the time, but I started to see a lot of the things that happened in my health, in my personal, uh, in my personal life, you know, in my whole journey, a lot of the things I think that happened happened for a reason because they needed to lead me to a point where I could do what I was meant to do, which is what I'm doing now, which is awesome, which is a good feeling. So, and I look back, I listened to the podcast. I started listening to your podcast. I want to say in like September, October of 2019, right around that time frame. And there were two episodes that stuck with me. One was the episode when you talked about your son that you just mentioned. That one, it was the first episode that you did. I want to say it was in the 20s, like number 29 or something like that, where you were like, I'm going to talk about my my situation, my personal experience. You you were had this level of vulnerability during mm-hmm. that specific episode. You got choked up during it as well. But it was like I felt this immediate connection to you after listening to that. And then one was about your purpose in life. And I remember I scheduled a like a coaching call with you. It was on my birthday. I, it was the, I turned 42 and it was, um, so it was December 2nd of 2019. Um, I scheduled a coaching call with you. I'll still remember I was sitting in my car and it was snowing like crazy on my birthday. And we talked for like, you know, you said, oh, I'll schedule like a, you know, 20 minute call. We wound up talking for like an hour. And I felt like I knew you and I just bore my guts to you. I was like, here it is. This is everything that's going on with you. This is why I feel like I'm stuck in life. Um, and so we just, we had this connection from that point and I'll fast forward to April. So it was right around this time of 2020 now. So a year ago. Um, and I was, I was at this lost state. I remember the conversation that we had and some of the things that we talked about. And I was just, I talk about it often on the podcast. I was just in this lost state and this feeling where I didn't know why I was here anymore. I wasn't a principal anymore. So that part of my identity wasn't there. My mm-hmm. ma- I was, you know, in the middle of a d- separation that was leading to, to a divorce. And so it was just, I wasn't sure where I was headed, you know, a risk that I took professionally didn't really pan out. And I was just like, what am I doing on this planet anymore? Like there were really, there were thoughts that were really dark and negative. And I turned on your podcast. I had been listening to sports on the podcast for a while. I kind of abandoned listening to the podcasts, anything self-help wise. And I pulled up your podcast. You were talking about a boot camp that you were going to be holding, you know, in the middle or end of April. And I was just like, maybe this was, 
I don't know, like a sign that I needed, something that I just needed to push me. Just I'd gotten to a really bad spot, mentally, emotionally, physically, especially where I put on a ton of weight during quarantine. And I remember I shot you an email and I said, is there any room left in this, in this boot camp?" You're like, yeah, bro, jump on in, you know, catch yeah. up. And, and so it was, I want to say it was like um, April 24th, 25th of 2020. That mm-hmm. was the, the time that I was like, okay, starting now, I'm going to be a different person moving forward. And so talk to, talk to us a little bit about that boot camp that you did. It was a, it was a 30 day boot camp that you did. What was that all about? Yeah. Yeah, man. Boot camp. Um, that was, I, I, I'm so glad that you're a part of that first, that first time. So, um, that first time that we, I did boot camp, I literally did it. Um, I did it live. So I was like, you know, I, I think like I've seen in a couple of other instances in my life, sometimes I need a, like, I need a little push. We all do. Sometimes we all need a little like push to get over the hump. Right. Yeah. So, so I had been thinking for a while about like, okay, I need to put sort of, sort of a training program together, you know, and, and I just I hadn't decided exactly what to do. And I finally decided, okay, I'm going to do it this bootcamp style. And what I decided was I'm just going to do it live. Like I'm going to, I'm going to let people sign up even though all the videos aren't done yet. <laughs> and I'm just going to do it. Like I'm going to take the next 30 days and it was a 30 day boot camp, right? And so I just decided, okay, I'm going to take the next 30 days and we're going to make this happen. So, um, so yeah, I, you know, we got a, that first group of guys going through boot camp, and that month was that month was kind of crazy, like just knowing that I needed to get those done every single day. Um, but it was amazing. I mean, boot camp has been so, I mean, the, the basics just, I guess, catch people up. Um, boot camp, there's five areas that I talk about on my podcast, which are fitness, nutrition, hormones, sex, and mind. And those are kind of the five like pillars of power that I sort of look at when it comes to our, our health and our wellness, right. As a man. And so boot camp was basically the idea behind boot camp was, was really about habits, right? It's about it's part of it was about knowledge, but largely it's about habits because I'm a huge believer in the power of, I mean, habits determine the course of our life, you know, and you knew this from, when you like, when you started gaining weight in quarantine and you were in, and you were in terrible physical shape coming into boot camp, why was that? That was because of your habits, right? And so, what boot camp was really about is my idea with it was not like, okay, let's see how hard we can go for 30 days. It was, okay, let's see in 30 days how much can we change habits? What kind of habit foundation can we put in place? across those five areas. Right. And so that's really, that was what it was all about. The first kind of, we, I broke it down into five day chunks. So the first five days I call the foundation. And then in the next 25 days, we take five days each and go through each of those five areas, fitness, nutrition, hormone, sex, and mind. And we basically over the course of the 30 days, we built, you know, we built habits. We started with some initial, you know, basic habits in that foundation. And then we just sort of build a day at a time. And and it's been, it's been amazing. It's been amazing. There's been so many guys who have really, really transformed. Like it's been exactly what I hoped for, exactly what I hoped for, which is there's, I, I hear from guys who've gone through it, who don't say, man, look what I did in 30 days. They say, man, look where I am six months later. Look where I am a year later. Like it changed, it changed habits and it changed the way that people were living, which is amazing. That's exactly what I was trying to go for. So, I, I mean, I know you can tell me a little about your experience with it, but I know for you, that changed a lot of your habits for sure. And changed the kind of the course of your, 
health and wellness. Absolutely. And that's what I needed. I needed to, to feel a part of something that was, it felt to me like a community that was sustainable moving forward. And yeah. the initial connection I felt with you, I was like, you know what, this is, this just felt right to me to, to sign up, sign up for it. So I remember I was like, I'm just going to, I'm going to push all my chips in. I'm not going to half-ass this at all. Whatever you're asking us to do, I'm going to do it with fidelity and I'm going to to do it as hard as I can. And so there were these daily things. It was, you know, meditation was a part of it. Um, you're like consuming water was a part of it. There was like physical activity that we downloaded a tally app and we had to put in how many pushups we were doing every day, how many squats we were doing every day, um, you know, different uh, cardiovascular type things that we're doing on a regular basis, even our eating habits. So I, I just started to learn these different things. So I kind of knew a lot of them, but putting them all together in one spot in a way that that felt attainable, but also there was this accountability piece as well, where we had to post our results. And that just made me realize like, you can, it's easy to let yourself down. I've talked about this before on my podcast. It's really easy to let yourself down, but when there are other people looking towards you to kind of help them and motivate them. It's a lot mm-hmm. harder to look at you and say, look, I, I fucked up, Steven. I didn't do my shit today. Or like the other guys that were part of the program. So I felt this level of accountability towards them. And as soon as I, after I got through the program, I started to see some, some changes. I started to see momentum started to build and you ran the program again. And I was like, I'm going to jump in for the next 60 days. Um, that's my brother joined in on the, that second 60 yep. day round three round two. And I like, and I just continued building on the things that I was doing where I started. I mean, my push-up volume, I mean, there was a day I told you, I'm like, listen, I'm going to do a thousand push-ups today. You're like, all right, bro, let's do it. Let's <laughs> yeah. do that too. And, um, it just became, I, the, the habit part was we were absolutely spot on. There's been some things that I've slipped up with over the past year, but for the most part, you know, the, the drinking water, the daily physical activity, the meditation, even just journaling my thoughts and things like that have become part of what I'm doing on a regular basis. My eating window, I'm trying to keep within a certain period of time, but yeah. it's been cold showers. Uh, again, cold. just things that we, that you put in place. I was able to kind of sustain them through the course of a year. My brother told me, I was like, Anth, I was like, how is it, you know, when do I consider just what I do now? You know, is it after three months? Is it after six months where I don't have to worry about, he's like a year, you got to do it for a year then. I was like, fuck, a year? He's like, you have to go through every season. You have to go through every holiday. You have to go through all this shit and still be able to do it. Then you could say it's just part of your lifestyle. So this is a year now. And I could honestly say that this just, just became part of who I am moving forward. That I'll just, this is, this will be me. I mean, I'll adjust little things along the way, but for the most part, this is who I am now. Thanks to yeah. going through this journey with you. So having not gone through that, I don't think I would be in the same spot I am right now. And you mentioned everything kind of working holistically together. That's what I have seen has been the most impactful part is recognizing it's not just the physical. It's not just the spiritual. Everything has to, you have to consider everything at the same time. I think yeah. the, the physical comes first. I feel like you have to, like you mentioned, putting the boot camp out there, you have to, you have to put the car in motion. You have to make the movement first, the action, and then everything else will catch up. So the physical piece has to come first, but it all has to work together eventually. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally, man. That's what in fact, that was finally what, why I created the holistic alpha. I mean, that's what holistic alpha means, right? It's like the, the idea is like, okay, how can we be the best men that we can be? But we need to look at the whole picture. Like as I went through my journey, you know, I, I had times where, I mean, to give you an idea, there was a time when, when I would, um, when I would buy like a box of wine and 
um, like one of those like boxes that had like four or five glasses in it, like one of those like cheap ones, you know? And, um, and I would, I would drink wine and then run hill sprints. And so like, I obviously had like, I had, I had the, the physical part kind of figured out, but like, if I'm drinking wine before I'm running sprints, like that's clearly a sign that there was some other stuff going on. Right. And so going through my journey, it was like, I, I had these times where it was like, okay, I figured out fitness, but man, I'm just not, I'm still not where I want to be. I'm not feeling how I want to feel. I'm not accomplishing what I want to accomplish. And so it was like, I finally, I started to kind of put pieces together. It was like, okay, then I figured out kind of the sexual piece. It's like, if guys are, you know, one example that I think is so, of uh, so powerful of that, of why we need to look at the whole picture is the way that I sometimes describe it to guys is our, our like life force, our chi, our, you know, our, our life force energy is like this bucket. We have this bucket that's like full of our life force energy. And we have different things that we can do to add things to that bucket. But then we also have holes in the bottom of the bucket where it leaks out. And it's like, if you have a big enough hole in the bottom of the bucket, it doesn't matter what you do to try to fill it up. It's still not going to be full because it's all going to be draining out. Right. And that's, that's kind of the real idea of the way that I coach now. It's like, let's, let's solidify all the, let's plug all the different holes in the bottom of the bucket. And then let's get a number of different things that are all adding power to the top of the bucket. And then the whole situation changes. So like one of the things that I run into with guys is the sexual piece, right? Like if, if you're, you know, if a guy is like masturbating and ejaculating on a daily basis, it doesn't matter what you do to try to fill up that bucket with other stuff. You can go out and work out all you want, you know, eat right, whatever. You're still going to be, uh, uh, you know, a, a shadow of what you could be if you got that part of your life figured out. So yeah, man, it's, that's, that was really the idea behind boot camp, And that's really the idea behind what I do overall is like, okay, let's take these different areas and let's, you know, in terms of boot camp, especially it was like, okay, what are the keys? What are the key things that we need to do in each of these areas? Because then when you do, when you do the, the right little key things, then the whole situation changes that that bucket situation changes. Like you don't need to, you know, you don't need to figure out one thing that's going to add all this power to your bucket. What you need to do is just plug the little holes, right. And have a few different little things that are kind of adding power, the right little things in different areas. And then all of a sudden the whole situation changes. And that's been, I know that was like, you know, your experience, I think. And that's been the experience with a lot of guys that have gone through boot camp. A lot of guys just that I've just that have put stuff into action from the podcast. Like I get messages on a regular basis, which I love guys who listen to the podcast that I've never talked to on a coaching call, um, who just put stuff into action on their own. And, and I'll, and they'll message me like six months later and been like, they'll be like, dude, my, my whole life changed. <laughs> like when you start doing little things, right. In all the different areas, that's when it really adds up. Like you got to solidify the different areas. And it can't, so. it's, when you're doing the little things, it's tough to see them as you're putting the little things in place, but it's after a couple months when you step back and say, wow, I, I was able to accomplish all of these things because of these little things that I'm doing on a regular basis. You and I have had several conversations in the, the sexual realm, just about what we both see with guys is just this addiction to pornography too. Just, yeah. I've talked about it too, like this buffer where it, it's something that's replacing feeling into a specific emotion or um, experiencing life on a full level where they're, they're replacing, you know, this visual stimulation 
um, that they're seeing be a you porn or you uh, porn tube or whatever it is um, with actually experiencing a, a relationship, a relationship in their life. So that's one thing yeah. that you talk about as well. The other thing that you do a really nice job with is you provide a space. There's so many people out there that are thinking about these things, but no one is talking about it. It's really tough to talk about on and like yourself saying, I've gone through this, I've done this, I've seen this, I've tried this um, in the realm of, of sexual health that a lot of men don't have an avenue to speak about. It's not like you're going out to a bar with your buddy saying, man, I'm watching way too much porn right now, or <laughs> right. I jerked off five times last week. I feel like shit afterwards. Yeah. You know, you're, you're providing a forum for people to hear about those things and also to and normalizes that behavior. Like I'm not the only one who's going through it. There's this dude who's putting out podcasts that, you know, thousands of people are consuming on a regular basis that are experiencing the same thing that I am as a man as well. So you're, you're providing that forum for people to understand that they're not the only ones that are going through that situation. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's, that's so huge. It, I mean, I've had countless, countless coaching calls like I offer like basically a free clarity, I call it a clarity call, right? Like one free coaching call where, you know, we get on, I mean, that's like, that was the call you and I had, yeah. right? It's yeah. like, I just listen, like, tell me what's going on in your world. You know, let's, let's figure out a plan. Let's get some clarity and move forward. And I've done so many of those calls and I cannot tell you the number of times that I've had guys tell me you're the first person I've ever talked to about this. And it's like, and, and, and also guys tell me the same thing with the podcast, like, it's good that somebody's finally talking about this stuff because there's just not, you know, there's, it's, it's so it's tragic really how little it gets talked about considering how important it is. Like, I mean, I have talked to so many guys who their entire life path has been, has been affected. And in some cases derailed because of sexual stuff, you know? And so it's something that affects um, one of the things that I talk about on, on my podcast is, and you know, this is it affects everything. It affects everything you do. Like when your sexual energy is messed up and, and you have habits that are draining that it affects how you eat. It affects whether you get that workout in, it affects how hard you go in that workout. It affects your confidence. You know, it affects whether you go for that job, whether you ask that girl out, whether like every single thing you do, is impacted by your sexual health. And, and it's so many guys, we just don't talk about it. Guys are not, like you said, guys are not going to the hang out with their friends and saying, man, I jerked off six times last week. I felt, I felt so much shame after every time. And, you know, like they're just, they're no guys are not talking about that. So, and I think that, I mean, that's honestly been one of the most impactful things. Like when I first started coaching and I first started the podcast, even I didn't realize, I mean, I knew that sex was a big piece and I knew that had the difference it made in my life when I kind of got some of that stuff figured out, but I still had in my mind that like fitness and some of these other things were going to be kind of more, more of, of what I would focus on and, and more of what guys needed. Right. And so over the course of doing the podcast and coaching guys, I've come to discover that some of the things that I some of the things I didn't realize at the beginning would be as important as they turned out to be things like meditation, right? Like when I very, very first started the podcast or I very first started coaching. Yeah. I, I was already meditating for a couple of days or a couple of years, you know, a few years at that point every day. Um, and I knew that it made a big difference in my life, but I, I didn't have it in my mind. Like, Oh, I, I need to get a, guy, a lot of guys start meditating. 
But that's been one of the huge things. Like every coaching call I get on, if there's not a coaching call that I get on that we don't talk about meditation, because if you're not, in a, if you're not understanding how to deal with your mind and how to deal with your emotions and how to find that, find your way to kind of that quieter place, it doesn't matter what else you do. You're not going to feel the way you want to feel. You're not going to get the results you want to get. So it's been an interesting journey to, to discover that actually some of the things that I didn't really think were that, you know, I knew that they were important, but I didn't think that I would really be coaching on them and teaching them that much um, have turned out to be the most important things. So the mental stuff, the sexual stuff has been huge. I mean, I don't, you know, even for a while, um, I mean, I've kind of ramped up a little bit talking more about sexual stuff, but I still talk about all kinds of stuff on the podcast. And even though I talk about all kinds of stuff, I would say at least 80% of the calls that I get in terms of new coaching clients and things like that, at least 80% are, are primarily driven by something in the sexual health realm. It's like guys who are looking for help getting off porn, like, you know, they're getting older, they're having erection problems, like, you know, it's just stuff like that. And so it's clear to me that I wasn't even pushing that. It's not like the whole podcast was like, Hey, this is a podcast all about sexual health. That was just one of many things that I talked about, but it, but it, the vast, vast majority of people who actually came to me for help are, are come to me still for that reason. I mean, you know, they, they come sometimes for other reasons too. They just want to lose weight or, you know, whatever. But, um, a lot of, a lot of guys come for that reason. And it's because it's such a huge impact. And it's something that it lives in guys' heads. It just lives in their own head for decades. Sometimes they don't talk to a single person about it. I mean, I, I talked to a guy uh, uh, a couple weeks ago and he was right about my age. I think he was right about 40 and had been masturbating every day since he was like 15, multiple times a day, multiple times a day, every day since he was 15 and, um, and had never talked to anybody about it. And I asked him, I was like, so how long have you been, how long have you been wanting to quit? Like, how long have you, have you been trying to quit? Right. Like I, I'm trying to find out about his journey. And he's like, since I was 15 <laughs> and it had been, and it had been 20, you know, 25 years. And so it's just, it's something that so many guys struggle with and, and they don't talk about it and it feels taboo. And it's like, no, let's bring that shit out here let's talk about it. Like, let's talk about the fact that you jerk off, jerk off every day. Like you're draining the main source of energy in your body. And so, yeah, it's been a really good experience to just get that out there. And I think it's one of the most important things that we can talk about because it affects every part of our life. And you do it in a way where there's not this judgment. So people feel this level where the, you're, you're not listening to them to kind of you know, give this like really in-depth information about themselves and putting themselves really out there and being very vulnerable. You're like, Hey bro, like I, I understand where you're coming from. And I, I'm here to listen to you. So there's this level of comfort that people feel going to that with going to you with their kind of deepest, darkest secrets. Like you mentioned, you're the first person that they've ever talked to about it. So I feel like that's one of the most successful parts of what you do is that you're able to establish this connection with people and, and help people feel comfortable and at home, kind of like they're, they're, they're talking to their buddy, but also a therapist who's not going to go and judge them about it. So you're like, listen, your right forearm looks like Popeye. You know, I'm not judging you because of that, but let's try to figure out why it's happening. And like, like, let's replace a positive behavior with that. And let's find some success in doing it. Um, yeah. And the meditation piece is huge. I mean, I know I never meditated before 
last year at this time. And now like I, when you, I do it on the headspace app and there's like, I meditated for like 6,000 minutes in a year. And so to me, it's like, it's a, it's a visual reminder of a daily habit that I put in place that I'm able to kind of replicate and do on a regular basis as well. And I believe that once you start on the journey, like I mentioned, the physical part comes first, but that mental part is what really helps sustain it over the course of time, understanding that you're going to have times where your mind is telling you something that you're like, listen, I am not my thoughts. I am not the thoughts that are running around in my head. Um, let me just see them for what they are and let them pass and understand I could do with them what I choose. That's, that's up to me what I do with those thoughts. Yeah. So that, that, that to me was one of the biggest parts. And I still remember, and I don't know if I've, if I've talked to the audience about this at all, but after I went through the, the second round of boot camp, you were like, dude, you killed it during the last two months. Like I, I appreciate everything you did and you offered a free month of coaching. You're like, whatever you need, whatever you want to work on during this month, um, whether it be, you know, physical health, mental health, whatever it is, I will, I'll assist you in any way, shape or form. And I was like, all right, I'll take you up on that. I want to start a podcast. <laughs> I want to do, I want to start Like I have, I have all these thoughts on what I want to do. And you're like, all right, bro, well, let's do this. So you recorded a YouTube video kind of showing me how to download a program and you set up time, like step-by-step step on how to get it going. So I would say, I mean, I certainly attribute the, the shift that I made in my physical, emotional, mental health to going through that boot camp and kind of that push that it gave me that, that catalyst. But then the sustainability of it came from the, the habits that we went through together. But more than anything else, you believed in me and my journey. And it was really a thing for me um, that you wanted to help me start the podcast up. I mean, that was the thing that I, that kind of, I always wanted to do it and it sat up there on a shelf and I just looked at it and admired it. And you're like, Hey man, you got this. Like, let's, we'll go through this together. I'll help you along in the process. And you weren't like, all right, now pay me a thousand dollars. You were just like, I see something in you and you believed in me at a, at a point in my life that I was at a low point that no one believed in me. So to me, I mean, I would say you were, you're certainly one of like the most influential people. I'd say one of the top three most influential people that I've ever met in my entire life. And we've never even met face to face before. We've done everything, either a phone call or a zoom meeting or whatever. Um, but without a doubt, without your, um, your guidance and your expertise, your belief in me, um, you know, holding me accountable. I don't think I could have gotten to where I am right now without your support and guidance. So I just wanted to you know, publicly just sing that praise of you and, and just let you know how much I appreciate, you know, you being a part of my journey as well. Thanks, man. I appreciate you saying that. And, um, I'm honored. I mean, I'm honored that I got to play a part in that. And I mean, you're hundred percent right, dude. When you, there was something that I saw, like when you went, when you went through that boot camp, it, it was like, I mean, you went all in. It was like, I mean, you were so, I just knew, I knew within like a few weeks of the way that you dove into that. It was like, okay, this is not going to be, this is not going to be just like a temporary, I'm going to do this for a month and then I'm going to snap back. Like I could see that you were making, that you were making major changes and, 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 and really that what, I mean, I think in life in general is about uncovering who we really are. You know, it's like peeling, peeling away the layers of who we're not. We have all these layers stacked on, of, you know, who other people think we are, who we thought we were supposed to be, you know, all these other habits and all this stuff gets stacked on. And I think the, uh, the part of, uh, part of growth or really what growth is, is peeling away those layers and discovering who we really are. And when you went through boot camp, and I saw what you were doing in the, you know, in those couple three months after, you know, after you very first started, 
I, as you peeled away those layers uh, and I saw more of like who you really were, it was like, okay, yeah, man, like I can see that, like, you're going to run with this and, and you have for sure. So yeah, man, I'm so, I'm so glad that we crossed paths. Yeah, absolutely. And the fact that we're able to do like kind of back-to-back podcasts with each other right now, I, I think back to when I was listening to your podcast, when I first found it, say two years ago or so, um, thinking one day we would do like a home and away series or where we'd be interviewing each other about our experiences on a podcast together. I wouldn't have believed it. And one thing that you told me was, I'll never forget this. As I was in probably one of my lower points, you're like, you, you don't look at where you are right now. Like you, you what you're going to do, you're going to, you're going through all these changes and there'll, there'll be systemic kinds of things that will, you'll chip away and you'll build these little habits over the course of time. You'll look back in a year or two years, five years and you'll say, wow, like, I can't believe how far I was able to come based on these little things that I'm doing on a regular basis. And then also the belief that you start to have in yourself and my level of confidence and every single relationship that I'm showing up to in my life right now, it's just all those things really helped me shed a lot of that shit that I was wearing, like you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. And now I look back to ways that I showed up in my marriage was really unhealthy. And, and the relationship I have right now is such a positive relationship where like communication is just one of the the pillars that we build everything on in my current relationship. And, and I just, I've just found someone that, that can help me be the best me. Um, and a yeah. lot of it goes back to, you know, things that we talked about. So I just wanted to, again, I truly, truly appreciate that. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to how we're going to kind of continue on this journey together because I don't think that it's over here. I think that we're going to, you know, we're going to find ways and we'll talk about it in the future to, to collaborate with one another and find ways to, you know, to kind of share our, our stories, um, one, how they intersect with each other, but different strengths that we might bring um, to helping men in the future through our platforms individually and then collaboratively as well. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. I think we're only, we're just only scratching the surface. I think, I think both of us individually are only scratching the surface of what, of the impact that we can and will have. And then I think working together too. I mean, I, one of the things that that, you know, if we, if we rewind to, you know, a year ago, April, May, June of last year, one of the, I guess that was one of the things that, that, you know, I, in you, I saw a kindred spirit, you know, it was like, as you started to go through your own personal transformation, it wasn't just about that. It was, I mean, in the conversations that we had, it came up pretty quickly like, Hey, like, I really want to, you know, I really want to help other men. And I know like coming from your background as a principal and, and like helping guide and lead people, uh, you know, I, I, there was, it became very clear to me how we were very kindred spirits in that regard. And like, we just want to help guys kick ass, <laughs> you know, and help them be the best that they can be for themselves, for their families, for their kids, you know, for all the people around them. Because I mean, one of the things that I've talked about a little bit recently, and I know you and I've talked about in previous conversations is, is there's a ripple effect. Like when guys when guys work on themselves, they're not just improving their life. They're improving the life of everyone that they come into contact with their kids, their spouse, their, you know, business partners, like everybody, everybody that you come into contact with, their life is improved when you improve yourself because you show up in relationships different. You, you give off a different energetic vibe. You know, one of the things that I've talked about is, is we create, we create a space, we create a, we shine kind of a light, right? So like, if you're, you know, if you go, let's say that you're the one in your family who 
you know, everybody in your family's kind of been, you know, unhealthy and overweight and, and like just in, in unhealthy habits, when you go and you change some of those things, all of a sudden the people around you, your family, whoever else, they see you and they say, oh man, you know, they don't consciously think about it necessarily, but on some level they think, they think, man, if he can do it, maybe I can do it. Right. Or like, if that's how he's living, maybe I can live like that. And so I love hearing, I mean, I've heard so many stories of that, of that, of that ripple effect where when guys improve themselves, it's not just them. It ripples out to, to so many countless people and people that you haven't even met yet. You know, people that, people that we haven't even met yet in that we're not going to meet for five or 10 or 15 years of our life, their life is going to be positively impacted by the work that we've done on ourselves. And that, and that applies to every guy out there. So that's one of the biggest messages that I try to get across because I think, I mean, we all, you know, we all have self motivations. Like we want to, you know, we want to just feel good for ourselves. We want to look good. We want to, you know, whatever, but the vast, vast majority of people, the impact that they have on other people is a bigger motivator. It's a, it's a bigger motivator. Like if you think about, you know, the impact you're having on your kids, the impact you're having on your spouse, the impact you're having on all these other people in, when it really boils down to it, that becomes a bigger motivator, I think for, for people. And so if we really are clear about this fact, like, Hey, when you work on yourself, you do this work to improve yourself. You're not just affecting yourself. You're affecting everybody else you come into contact with. And, you know, I mean, in the case of you and I, obviously we're, we've kind of ramped that up doing the podcast, doing the podcasts and actually doing coaching and, and that, you know, takes that ripple effect and, and kind of grows it exponentially. But even if for the guys out there who never do anything like this, who will never coach anybody, who will never, whatever, they're still impacting countless people. So that's one of the things that I love to see. And I saw that so clear in you, you know, in your journey, like you, when you go, when you went through boot camp, when you, you know, worked on yourself, look what that has led to. Look what that has led to. I mean, not only has it led to you setting a different example for your kids, you know, you setting a different example for your family and your friends. Now it's led to you coaching other men, starting a podcast. Like that all came, that all came from your willingness and ability to work on yourself and say, okay, I'm going to be the best that I can be. And now, now it ripples out and that helps all these other people be the best that they can be. So I love that. I love that part of it. The ripple effect, thank you for saying that. The ripple effect, like I visualize it in the way that it resonates with me is you're you're holding this stone in your hand of potential. It's this potential energy that you have right there. But actually taking the stone and throwing it into the water, right? That's the the initial stone or rock hitting the water and submerging. That's the journey inward. That's where it has to start with. If you want to make an impact on other people, if you want to have that ripple effect, you have to take that stone of potential, what you want to become to help other people. And you have to make the move, the physical action of throwing it in, that initial submerging into the water is you working on yourself, going totally inward, really really being honest with you about what's working, what's not working, your struggles, your challenges, you know, being free and vulnerable enough to say like, these are the things I need to do. And once you can do that, then the ripple is the other, the countless people that I can have an impact on. And I've certainly seen that. I mean, the, the people that I work with, the men that I'm working with right now, hearing their stories of where they started, say, in February to where they are now, I like nothing to do with any kind of success or financial gain in any way, shape or form. It's like this 
guy that I'm working with was in such a bad space. And now he feels like he can go and, and change the world and start a business and do this. And another guy that I was working with, it was, you know, his father had passed 10 years ago. And every year in March, he would go into this funk. And so working with him during that process, helping him do the work, he feels like he's he's able to, to conquer in the future. And it just, that's the rewarding part for me is seeing that conversations that you have with people, believing in people that they can then believe in themselves in a way that can help them show up in a deeper way for other people. Like you just mentioned, that's to me, that's the most rewarding thing in the world is seeing other people get better based on one little conversation that you have with them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, I mean, small hinges uh, open big doors, you know, and um, sometimes that small hinge can just be a conversation, you know, like uh, might be, a single coaching call I've had with somebody, right? It might be a single podcast episode that you listen to. Um, and it's also the date, the small daily things, you know, it's the small things that when we, when we align those and we get them dialed in, then everything changes. And, and that's, yeah, that's been so, that's been so rewarding too, to see that. And I think that for all the guys out there, I mean, I know that as, as when I was going through some of the years when I was in, you know, a bad place in a lot of ways, it felt so, it felt so big. It's like, I think a lot of people get in this place where they think, Oh, I want to make these changes. I want to feel this different way. I want my life to be different in this particular way. And, and they see it as as this huge unattainable thing, you know, and they think they got to make all these changes at once or, or like, it's going to be, you know, this huge thing. And so, because it seems so big, then they never, they never get going on it. Right. Like there were so many years where, where getting healthier for me seemed like such a big thing. And when it seems so big, then it becomes overwhelming and then you just don't do anything. And I think a lot of guys live in that space, whether it's, you know, their, their health, the way they eat, the sexual stuff, like whatever it is, they think that they're, it's easy to fall into this trap of thinking, it's this big giant thing, but you know what? It's not, it's not doing big giant things that changes it. It's doing little things and doing them consistently. And when you do little things consistently, all of a sudden you have that experience, like you said, where you look back six months later, a year later, and you're like, holy shit, like, look at where I was and look at how much things have changed. And it wasn't because I executed some like giant complex plan you know, or because I spent, you know, 12 hours a day working on it. It was like, no, you just, you started doing the right key things and you did them really, really consistently. Right. You know, so, I mean, I think I'm sure that that's the experience that you had going through boot camp is like, it's not, you know, and, and any, whether it's boot camp, it's coaching people one-on-one, it's whatever, you know, I, it's not about how big and complex can we get? It's about how simple can we dial it down? And what are the key things that we really need to be doing every day? And you experience going through that when you start doing the right little things. I mean, there was what a handful of things, you know, less than 10 things that we, that we implemented in terms of daily habits. And obviously like we went through some of the knowledge pieces and, and through the rest of bootcamp, but in terms of the habits, I mean, it's like less than 10 habits, less than 10 habits can change your life. In fact, less than 10 habits are changing your life right now, good or bad. There's between, there's like between two and 10 daily habits that everybody has that are either dragging them down and things are getting worse and worse, or they're lifting them up 
and they're getting better and better and better. And when you switch those around, when you cut out the two, three, four things that are dragging you down and you add the two, three, four, five, six things that lift you up, all of a sudden, dude, that bucket starts filling up and it starts filling up, it starts filling up. And a year later, you have that bucket full of life force and you're like, man, how did this happen? Like, but it's just, you know, it's those daily, it's those daily small things that lead to huge, huge changes. So I guess that's one of the messages that I want to get to whoever's listening to this is don't let it seem too big. Start, just start focusing on little, little things. Like if you're not training physically every day, start doing five push push-ups a day. Like it doesn't have to be some huge number, but make sure it's every single day, yep. right? Like just dial it back, realize that no matter how big the, no matter how big it seems like the challenges, right? Like you might be 200 pounds overweight, or it might be a financial thing or a relationship thing or whatever it is, no matter how big that challenge seems, it's not as big as it seems if you just dial it back to what you need to do every single day, those little, little things. And if you just start taking those little actions, things will change. So I look at it as if you're trying to get across a river, you're on one side trying to get across to another side, you're not gonna be able to jump. What you need to do is like slowly build a bridge from one side to the other. And it's not gonna, it's not gonna be overnight. It's gonna take you a while to do these little things to get a safe passage across. But once it's there and you've established these things, now you could get to the other side of the, of the river. You can be in a, in a safe spot. And so I'm almost going to say now you should, you should absolutely trademark this less than 10 things can change your life by Stephen Mathis. <laughs> I mean, that's such a great title. I was like, this is, this has to be, you know, your first or second book that you're going to put out there. Right. <laughs> I guess maybe. Like, less than 10 things that changed my life. All right. I'm going to buy that one. Yeah. I mean, it's true though. Right. I mean, isn't that true? It is true. I mean, if, if you think back to where you were a year and a half ago versus where you are now, I guarantee you, tell me if I'm wrong, but you, you could not list more than 10 things that you started doing differently that led to that change. Right. I mean, it was like, it's I like, could, a, I could like, off the top of my head, I could list them right now and it's going to be less than 10. It's going to be yeah. drinking water consistently about a gallon of water every single day. It's going to be um, a consistent wake up schedule, you know, like getting up um, at a specific time every day. Mine's around between five and five thirty. Um, it's going to be journaling, um, putting my intentions out there and then, being grateful for what I have in my life. It's going to be meditation. Mm-hmm. It's going to be cutting down my eating window and then daily physical activity as far as like some kind of a strength training thing, even, even if it's body weight and then sprinting for me, sprinting has been such a game changer. So I would say those are the seven things that I would say really changed my life. Those seven things. And those are things that I've consistently done over the last year and a half of my life. Yeah. There you go. And, and then, and then, and then you probably have the other side of it too, where you had a few of the things that you cut out. Right. So like those were additions for the most part. Right. But then you cut out, you know, drinking alcohol, you cut out like, you know, jerking off to porn or whatever. Like, I don't, um, I mean, I don't know how much you want to share in any of that, but like, I mean, there were a couple, there were like two, three, four things that you cut out and those, and those, you know, Morning chili dogs at uh, at Seven <laughs> Eleven, right? <laughs> Never did that, but like just the that like eating shit, eating shit food. Yeah. I was saying to my girlfriend the other day, I don't remember the last time I sliced a pizza. I really yeah. don't remember the last slice of pizza I had, and pizza was just a thing that I eat on a regular basis. It was Friday night. It was pizza. Uh, yeah, five slices. Yeah, that's not a big deal for me. Um, so yeah, you're right. So those the seven things that I added, and there are probably one or two, three things that I removed 
from my daily routine, but it was probably around that 10 number. That's a, that's a, that's a great point. I really, I believe in that. And yeah. it is, it's sustainable if you put your mind to it. Yeah. Um, so Stephen, let us know, how can we, how can people that are listening to this podcast right now, how can we find you? How can we get in touch with you? How can we, you know, figure out a way to work with you in the future? Um, check out my podcast. First of all, I know for the guys listening to this, you're going to want to check out my podcast. I would love it. If you did, it's holistic alpha. You can search on whatever podcast app you're on and find that. Um, I would also love for you to join me for bootcamp. Bootcamp is something that I'm going to continue doing because it's really, you know, even when guys come to me for one-on-one coaching, bootcamp really is the foundation. You know, it's like really taking those five areas and saying, okay, like let's solidify that. And so bootcamp, I mean, I, I think every man out there would benefit from bootcamp. That's something that I'm going to continue doing and I'm going to actually continue updating it. So in the next month or so, I'm going to actually be launching um, basically a new version kind of bootcamp 2.0 for this year. And so when guys sign up for bootcamp, they'll get um, all of the future versions. So like when I do this new bootcamp, um, I'll have you in there. Um, and so, yeah, check out the podcast. Um, you can go to holisticalpha.com to sign up for bootcamp. Um, and also, I mean, I'll, I'll offer it here as well. Um, one of the things that I offer on every single podcast episode is get in touch with me. Like ev- on every podcast episode, I give out my number. I'll give it out here too. It's 801-742-1439. Text me. Any of the guys out there, like you got questions, things that you think I can help you with, text me or book a clarity call. Clarity call, it's free call. That's what led, I mean, our, the reason we're on this podcast today, the reason that, that you, um, you know, the reason that we've gone on this journey together and that you made the changes you did, it all started with that original clarity call. Right. (laughs) So, um, so that's the other thing I would say is, is schedule a clarity call with me. Um, if they go to my podcast episodes on every episode, there's a link to schedule a a clarity call, um, or guys can go to calendly.com slash Stephen Mathis and um, schedule a call. But, you know, I think for me, everything kind of starts with the podcast. So if guys find their way to my podcast, um, they'll find their way to the rest of, of how to work with me and, and, um, and move forward from there. So yeah, search holistic alpha, check out the podcast, book a clarity call and let's chat and uh, go through bootcamp, man. I'm excited to do the new version of bootcamp. There's some things that, you know, some little tweaks that I'm going to make and change up the format just a little bit to make it even better. You know, as I've, as I've gone in the last year or so, having people go through bootcamp, it's been great to, to first of all, see all the changes the guys have made, which has been awesome. Yeah. But I've also learned a little bit more about, okay, like how can we dial it in a little bit more? How can we make it a little bit more effective? Um, and so I'm going to do a new version. I'm excited to do that. I know it's going to be even more powerful. So yeah, man, that's how people can find me. Awesome. And so what I'll do is I will put all of that in the show notes, wherever you uh, are finding this podcast, you can find Stephen Mathis's contact information for building men is building dot men on Instagram, building men podcast on Facebook to email me building men coach at gmail.com. Stephen Mathis. Thank you so much, brother, for being on this podcast. Thank you for everything you've done for me over the last year and a half. I was talking about you before I got a little emotional and choked up just thinking about the journey. And honestly, I can say that you were, you were absolutely one of the most influential people in my entire life. So thank you for believing in me. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, oh, yeah, dude. My, it's my honor. And uh, thanks for kicking ass, man. I mean, like I've been telling you for the last year, uh, you kick ass, bro. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I could play some, pa- some small part in that. Um, but I'm honored to 
I'm honored to see where you're going with it. And I'm excited to see all the, all the ass kicking that you're going to be doing and all the guys that you're going to be helping and looking forward to it. And I'll, I'll see you in boot camp. Whenever that starts up, I will be there. I will absolutely be there. Hell yeah, man. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening and we will see you next time on building. Man. <laughs>